That was Batman. That well, became Batman. <laughs> we are recording. Are we actually recording now? Yes. Are we recording? Oh, no, stop with the buttons. This is terrible. Hold on. <laughs> wow. This is like shock jock stuff. It, it is. It is. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. <laughs> I'm gonna have fun. I'm gonna have fun with that one. <laughs> Every time. Every time. Every Just line hit the of dialogue. Like a network sitcom. Like some. And no matter what. Mm-hmm. Hysterical. So Tommy, yeah. where are you from? <laughs> Poughkeepsie. <laughs> All right, Jack. Take it away. Take it away. There's another takeaway. So we just wrapped Table Read, uh, uh, our uh, most recent recording. Our sixth, our sixth script record. It is our sixth script. Yes. And, and, and we had a script by uh, writer Tommy Wallach that's just incredible. Tommy is here with us. Hello. I'm here. Erica Schechter is here with us from Desert Whale. Hi. And uh, we just uh, did a reading of this incredible script, PV and Franny. And Tommy, tell me a little bit about you and tell me a little bit about this script. Uh, I can do that. Probably, uh, probably what's important about it is it's a script about, about music. I grew up in, in music world. I was a musical theater actor as a kid. I was doing like eight shows a week. Oh, don't do it. Uh, <laughs> that's great. That's solid. Thank you. It is funny. Uh, and then I kind of switched over to trying to be a singer-songwriter, sort of Rufus Wainwright, Ben Foldsy, piano-based stuff. Um, and I was trying to do it when I was a teenager, and I got really excited about this idea of... Uh, a couple of teenagers starting a band together because that's such a unique and special time. And there have been shows and movies, a lot of them about musicians and bands, but very few about that really special teen so time. you want to start a band? No. I want to continue a band, but with more musicians than I have now. Oh, how many musicians do you have now? One. What do you play? Guitar. Lead a rhythm. Yes. What about you? Primarily Casio Violtone Monophonic Synthesizer and Glockenspiel. Cool. So, what do you want to call the band? What's your name again? Franny. Hmm. Probably There's just a movie called then. Sing Street, okay. which is amazing. It is. That, that, does, that does this, this kind of area, but um, not a series. So, I got really excited about that, and that's sort of where it came from. And how long ago did you write the script? Uh, a while. This has been around. So, I had the script probably four years ago, maybe even five. Uh, and my sort of team, I'm doing air quotes. Mm-hmm. My team at the time uh, was just like, no, no, we don't, we don't get it, no. No. So it never, it wasn't even like sent out to people. It was just like kind of a thing in a drawer. And then I got a new manager as happens sometimes in this business and she loved it. That's Netta. And um, she sent it to everyone on earth. And that's when Desert Whale came on board. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about that. <laughs> now, Eric, were, were, were you one of the people who did the reading or was it placed on your desk for someone else or yeah. did you discover this? Yeah. So Desert Whale... For context, it's Ty Burrell's production company, and uh, I run it with him. And this Netta had reached out. She said she has an amazing script, something that we would be crazy not to consider. Um, she sent it to us, and I read everything that comes across my desk and with the help of Kriska. Um, and the minute I read it, there was something there. You know, you read a lot in this business, and it's very easy to tell very quickly if something has something special. And this script was undeniable. It's one of the best scripts to this day I've ever read. And, uh, so what was it? You read scripts every day. I mean, yeah. listen, I love the script. It's incredible. It's so funny. Tommy's a genius. Yeah. But break it down. What was special about the script? It was so funny and so charming and so it occupied its tone from the moment you read the first page. You just fall into this world. It's surreal. It's heightened, but it also has air conditioning. 
Um, <laughs> That's an air, airplane. It is an airplane. airplane. <laughs> okay, an airplane. But we're just about to take off. We're on the jet. We, <laughs> yeah. we didn't tell the audience. The script is so surreal. Um, it's so heightened, but it's also so grounded in this relationship between these two kids. And everyone's been in Franny's shoes and had a crush. And everyone's, well, at least I've been in PV shoes and like hated everyone. You're right, Franny. It must have been one of those terrible musicians. You've passed your audition. Let's start a band. She puts out a hand to shake, but as Franny reaches for it, PV pulls back. Just to be perfectly clear, once we're in a band together, there can never be any sort of romantic relationship between us. Oh, uh, why? I mean, not that, not that it, but y- why? I just thought <laughs> it was so relatable and it was just so in itself. There's a lot of scripts that you read that like aren't fully there. They're not, they don't have everything. They are funny, but they're not structured well or they're not about something special enough and this one just checked every box it, che- it checked it for us too the minute that you sent it to us we all read it and immediately we thought well why isn't this something yet because it was so good and and you know the the aspect of the kids and their music and and you know when we saw the songs you know <laughs> it is such passion and weirdness in those songs it's so freaking beautiful it, it's interesting while we were reading the first act and i said this to you and i don't know if i said this to you tommy i thought who passed on this because i think it's so brilliant and you know once we kind of get it fully formulated with music and sound effects and everything i i think it's undeniably something that needs to be seen as well as being heard i'll tell you who passed on it. this the fraternity of hollywood yes men who are only looking yeah. for things that are like something else hold on say that fraternity of what i said well the problem is it's hollywood superficial yes men Thank you, Mark. We have to lighten that up because we do want this to be. Well, so Tommy, you know what I mean. I mean, the, the networks. You know, that's what they're buying. What they're buying is this kind of sitcom. Yes. You know, it's so, no different than Hollywood when they're they're buying superhero films and not romance. They're buying action, not drama. You know. Well, I could tell you that everyone who read it had amazing feedback, and you can tell when people pass on something and they didn't like it. You get the Hollywood pass. You get the right. Yeah, yeah, it was really great, but or like it's just not for us. Um, with this one, every pass was very intentional and thoughtful, and it really, I think, came down to programming, their slates. Mm. And if we're being honest, uh, scripts in the young adult, shows in the young adult space just don't uh, attract super wide viewership that drives ad revenue and that drives a ton of eyeballs. This script, in my opinion, is a script that everyone can relate to, but in terms of you know buyers programming their slates, they across the board, we're not looking for YA. And there were some buyers who had YA projects already on their slates. And I thought, well, what a fantastic companion. And they're like, those didn't do great for us. I do think also this is a moment in Hollywood where there's some disruption, um, obviously, even before the strikes with restructures and on the corporate level. So I'm holding out hope. I'm going to say they're going to spend this strike summer evaluating their slates and saying, we need more YA. Yeah. And, uh, Y-A means young adult. Oh, that was very nice. Yeah, so I was a young adult novelist. So th- that was how I got into screenwriting was I wrote books first. Uh, and, I, and I wrote in the young adult space uh, a bunch of books. And I, I've been through this a lot. So things that got optioned, I adapted a couple of my things. One is a movie, one is a series. And, and in both cases, I got the same kind of response, which is like, YA programming is kind of tough for us. HBO was like, we're trying it with this thing called Euphoria. We'll let you know how it goes, truly. How did that go, by the way? <laughs> You know, I actually, I, I think you have a you have a smirk. Like maybe it went terribly. Did it go terribly? I watched I, a couple of episodes. Yeah. Of that. I thought it was I thought it was interesting. It was a very interesting take. It's very, also like, a runaway hit. 
Yes, absolutely. Yeah. It's yeah. huge. Yeah, so very different vibe from from this, though. The closest thing to like an inspiration show to this, and I'm showing my age here because a lot of people don't know this show, but long ago there was a TV show on Nickelodeon called The Adventures of Pete and Pete. I don't know if anyone remembers this show. I do. But it was amazing. Um, I'm sure nobody watched it. Uh, it was... I did. Okay, awesome. We, we both did. I mean, I had... Yes, I had like bootleg DVDs of it. It was a show for kids that, you know, in the credits, one of the, like the 13-year-old boy, his tattoo was a character that was in the credits. This is live action. This is not animated. Um, their bus driver who took them to school was played by Iggy Pop, actually Iggy Pop. Oh, wow. And they cast all of these New York performance artists in all of the roles. It was the most surreal, wonderful thing. I would be terrified if Iggy Pop were my school bus driver. He was ter- <laughs> He was kind of terrifying. Yeah, that was the energy. By the way, uh, Tommy, has. N- I think you, you were a little... Uh, you weren't as generous to yourself as you should be. Tommy's a New York Times bestseller. Um, his uh, book, his novel, We All Looked Up, is phenomenal. And everyone should, especially anyone who enjoys listening to PV and Franny, should read that book. It's phenomenal. Absolutely. Tommy, I wanted to touch on that. I mean, do you come from an entertainment family? How is it that you're playing instruments and writing books and conceiving no, of screenplays? And No, so Franny's story is, is, is my own. I was raised by a single mom, only child, and my mom was a, an airline pilot. She was the 10th female pilot in America, actually. Wow. Uh, so, so no, just a lot of time alone. <laughs> That's where it all came from. Uh, yeah. yeah. And, and what are you doing now outside of PV and Franny? What are you doing? Yes, I uh, do a lot of film and TV stuff, though not right now, obviously. We're on strike. Uh, go strike. I own an escape room. Uh, the number one escape room in LA. Oh, it's, we're called Hatch. I was going to say, give me a plug. Is there a website? I, I'm you doing are, it. Remember we're, that, Hatch. We're called Hatch Escapes. Our room is called Labrat. Um, and we're building our second room, which is this epic thing. It actually stars uh, an actor named Jordan Belfi, who was on Entourage, and an actor named Tony Revolori, who was the bellhop from the Grand Budapest Hotel, which is also kind of a touchstone for PV and Franny. There's something I haven't told you, Agatha. Okay. We stole a painting. It's very valuable, maybe five million clubbacks, in fact. I don't know if anyone's even noticed it's missing it, but if something should happen to me and Mr. Gustav... You steal art? One picture. Anyway, we need to make a plan for your survival. Hide this. It's in code, and you might need a magnifying glass to read it, but it tells you exactly where and how to find Boy with Apple. Don't take less than half the retail asking price. Also, Zero, I'm a baker. Filmed, obviously. He's not going to be live in the room. That would be insane. His career would have to take a very (laughs) bad turn. Um, And then I also just wrote a musical... Um, I spent the past year and a half writing a musical that's uh, a retelling of Frankenstein set in the 1950s, and I'm doing a developmental reading of that up in New York uh, in September. So those are those are the main things. Fantastic. Right now. Yeah. yeah. Just a few things. A couple things. Erica, what's on slate for Desert Whale? Um, well, what, well, t- take the strike. What's on take, hold for Desert the, Whale? Yeah, take the strike out of the equation. We have a couple projects that we sold uh, last year or the year before that are still alive, still kicking. Hopefully we'll pick them up. We have a sitcom at ABC uh, called Forgive and Forget, written by this phenomenal writer, Eugene Garcia Cross, um, about a, a, basically a father-son story. Um, it's a comedy about Alzheimer's, um, but it's really based on Eugene's personal experience. <laughs> the most forgettable <laughs> comedy on network. I couldn't, right. I couldn't push that button That's right, right. There. I know, right? I know. No, I, you know, I, it sounds crazy, but Called it really Called Unforgettable. Works. Right. Uh, forgive and Forget. Um, okay. Close. All right. Close. Yep. 
It's you would have gotten there. It's a father-son story, an estranged father and son. Uh, you know, they haven't, they're, they're polar opposites. The father gets diagnosed with early onset Alzheimer's and uh, has to reconnect with the son, and then they have to live together under the same roof. And it's it's a project that, like this, like what we love as a company is stories that can make you laugh, can warm your heart, maybe even make you cry. I think the best comedies do all of that. Well, thanks, you guys. Thank you both. Thanks so much for making this all happen. Yeah. What did you think of the screams? Don't touch me! Don't touch me! Those were the greatest screams. They were really impassioned oh screams. Oh, my God, yeah, because on the demo, I, I had to do the screams on the demo, and they were so lackluster. Well, we're, we're going to talk to Kensington, and we're going to bring up the screams. I don't know if you guys can hear that plane. That's a plane. Uh, I think it's a plane. Oh, shit, we missed it. We, we missed, missed the plane, the, uh, yeah. Awkward. Coming to you live weird, from the Burbank yeah. Hollywood Airport. So I said we're on the tarmac. We're about to take <laughs> off. And, mm-hmm. uh, guys, thank you very much. It was really it was our pleasure bringing this script to live today because we love doing this. And when we find a script that just speaks to us, myself, Jack, and Sean, we really want to push hard to, to make it the best that we can. So thanks for writing something so brilliant. Thank you, Erica, for trusting us uh, with this. And, and for, bringing it to our attention. Yeah, and for, you know... We, and thank you guys for putting it together. Yeah, Absolutely. Phenomenal Thrill performers set. today. And a, and a plane. And a plane. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, you guys. Thank you. We'll chat with Liam. Jack and Mark back. So who are That's we pretty here? good. Who are we here with? So this is Liam Richardson. Liam is playing uh, Franny. And Kensington Tallman is playing PV. These are our leads in the fabulous Tommy Wallach script, PV and Franny. Hi, kids. Hi. Hi. How was your experience today? Absolutely incredible. It was awesome. <laughs> Excellent. It was so cool. Now, did you enjoy the characters? Did you find them relatable? Yes, 100%. I love PV. I think she just has so much confidence, and I think that's what I love about her the most. And I just really connected with her in a really unique way. And I think the script was so brilliantly written, and I just had a blast. Everyone was so awesome. Oh, yeah. Tommy did a great job, and you did a Beautiful job oh, bringing, thank you. bringing PV to life. Now, are there things that you found relatable about the character that you see in yourself? And <laughs> No. No, we got to try that the one Wrong again. place for the... Okay. I, I, what I want to know is tell me things about the character that you found relatable and tell me things about the character that you found enviable. I loved that PV had this amazing... I think the confidence. Because I think I myself am pretty confident, but I also would love to have more confidence. And I love how she just... She doesn't say sorry. She just doesn't take no for an answer. She just is herself. What about the album? I'm torn at the moment. Either my sorrow is depthless or where's my pony? They're both really good. I know. You want to hear a song? Sure. PB stands up and shouts at the barista who's been playing a tranquil Nora Jones tune. Hey! Hey! He turns off the song. She sits cross-legged, cracks her knuckles. This one's called and Don't so I Touch think that me. was a really important lesson that I learned from PV, knowing that it's, it's enough to be yourself and it's enough to just be who you are. Absolutely. Liam, tell me a little bit about Franny. Tell me, uh, tell me what you relate to about Franny. Uh, I find Franny way more relatable than I probably care to admit. <laughs> I don't, he's just like a doofus. He's an awkward, like lovable guy. And I find a lot of things relatable. I don't know if I find anything enviable maybe about him. I relate a lot to his awkwardness. 
Sorry to interrupt. I just wanted to let you know you've been、uh, invited to join my band, our band, me and PV. PV wants me to join her band? Yes, we both do, our band. So rehearsals are on Thursdays. I'll text you. He really you wants to do something right. Like, he really wants to, to get this thing right. Absolutely. <laughs> so,、mm-hmm. the script deals with the,、uh, you know, partly the,、uh, the chase and the retreat,、uh, with, you know, Franny kind of chasing after PV and PV kind of going, eh, no, setting up boundaries very quickly. Great. Platonic bandmates for life. First rehearsal tomorrow? Sure. Oh, wait, I, I can't. I've got Chinese class. We'll have to do Wednesday. Do you find that that's kind of、uh, a real life scenario in your age group at this particular point in life? Definitely. That's definitely something happens、uh, to people in day to day life. Yeah, I think 100%. I think, you know, people saying, like, oh, you know, like if we're in a band together, oh, if we're doing this project together, oh, like if we're working together at a wherever. I think, yeah, I think, like you said, Liam, I think it's very relatable. In that sense. Yeah. So, Kensington, you were fantastic. Tell me a little bit about what you're doing now and、uh, how it is you ended up in Hollywood on screen. Thank you so much. Well, I've been doing some、um, on screen and animation stuff, and I just I love acting and I love performing and I love art so much. I want to continue acting, and I'd also love to produce one day and direct, even write. I think just. You know, continue to do what I love.、Um, this was such a fun experience. Yeah, I heard you say you've done voice work before. Where else have you done voice work? I am doing some animated things for Nick and、um, Disney. Great. Which is、um, some like Disney Junior and、um, Nick Junior stuff. And then I have some upcoming animated projects in the future. Yeah. And Liam, tell me about you. You're a musician, you're an actor. Tell me how you ended up doing this and what you've been up to. Yeah, I've, I've always been a part of like the voice、uh, acting community. Um, my mom's a voice actor, so I've always loved this line of work. And,、um, and yeah, I play the guitar and I play、um, keyboard and、uh, ukulele and so bass. You, so you are Franny? Yeah, basically. I don't know anything. Anything. Anything except that I like you. That's why when I saw the script, it spoke so much to me. And I'm also going to school for animation. So when I read it, I was like, this is totally an animated show I would watch.、Sure. It, was an, it's, it was an awesome experience. I really enjoyed,、uh, especially working with Tommy. He's such a cool guy. I like him. Yeah. Yes, he is. He is a cool <laughs> guy. Jack, I think we're good. I got the backstory. We're going to be good to go. Guys, you guys were fantastic. The show will probably、button. be out in about six or eight weeks, and I'll,、uh, I'll keep you in the loop so you can hear it. And I look forward to working with you both again. Yeah, you yeah, guys、so、did great.、Fun. Thank you so Thank much. You. Thank you for having us today. Enjoy the rest of your day. You too. You too. <laughs> We can overlap. <laughs>